At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Hour three of Follow the Money. This show is cruising. Stormy Tony and the Super Bowl champ, Sean King, with us. Hopefully, we'll be able to get our guy Clint Hurdle on the line. But in the meantime, um, when we had Roman Harper on, we ran out of time. I wanted so badly to talk to him about the NFC South, his previous teams, the, the Saints and, of course, the Panthers. But your previous team as well. So let's talk that NFC South division. You uh, Your Buccaneers, the favorite yet again big shocker with Tom Brady making his return but with Panthers training camp opening up today all eyes are going to be on this quarterback race between Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield in my opinion Baker has the edge you don't trade for this guy unless you want him to come in and take that lead job how do you think that these reps are going to get divided who has the lean in your mind well I mean I don't even know why Sam Darnold's a backup Right? Yeah, Sam Darnold's been a, in the league since 18. He's never even thrown 20 touchdowns he had, in a season. He had three good games to start the year yeah. last season for the Panthers, and that was all. The one consistent thing about Sam Darnold, you know he's going to throw double-digit interceptions. 15, 13, 11, 13 in his four years. So I don't even know why you would waste time putting on the facade like it's a competition when Baker actually needs the reps because it's a new system it's new teammates. You already have such a limited amount of time on the practice field now compared to when I played, you know, because of the way that the, the CBA operates. I, if, I, 
if they want to have any chance of success, to me, Baker gets all the reps because he mm-hmm. needs them. Like, Sam's been there. This is going on. He's had two full off seasons. He hadn't done enough to make you feel like you didn't need to go get Baker. So now that Baker's there, give Baker the best chance to be successful by giving him the, the, the reps he needs. Well, and I feel like because of the way we all just think recency bias and the way that things ended last season with the Browns, so many people are down on Baker Mayfield. You forget how horrific the Browns were to watch for years and years yeah. and years, and he helped them rise from the ashes and get them back to the playoffs. The interceptions thing, though, Baker's touchdown interception ratio significantly better. Oh, absolutely. But 92 to 56 <laughs> over his career. But interceptions themselves, I thought this was super interesting because these were the top two quarterbacks together in the 2018 draft, went one and three respectively with Baker and Darnold. But there are also one, two for the most interceptions thrown in that time since being drafted. Um, Sam Darnold leading the way, but Baker right there as well. Matt Rule said he's not making the quarterback decision um, that on the field, that will make the decision, quote, when we know, we know. And maybe it's sentiment like that. That's why on Offshore Books, if you look at the betting odds for the first coach to be fired, that Matt Rule is right there at three to one. Yeah, and a lot of it is because he don't know what he's doing at quarterback. And it's evidence. I hate that there are odds for things like that. Well, but well here's, here's the, the thing, uh, Stormy. It's evidenced by the fact that they keep changing their mind. And it's not me being overly critical. It's just based on his resume since he's been in Carolina tells me he that's not his strength. He needs to hire somebody to handle the quarterback position. When they first got there, it was Teddy Bridgewater. And then they decided that we can win games with Bridgewater, but we can't be this aggressive team that throws the ball down the field. So they got rid of Teddy Bridgewater, brought Sam Darnold in, paid him, before he'd ever done anything to deserve getting the extension, gave up on him before midseason year one. Then spent all offseason trying to acquire Deshaun Watson. That didn't work. Drafted a quarterback in a year where they didn't even have any picks because of the Sam Darnold trade. Took a quarterback in the third round, Matt Corral, then went out and brought in Baker (laughs) Mayfield before Matt Corral ever had a chance to play the game. So, He's not good at evaluating that position. You might think he is, but the resume says no since he's been at the Panthers. So unless he gets somebody to come in and handle that part of the uh, the, the the recipe, then then I think he does get, get fired. Because if you don't have a quarterback, you don't really have a chance in this league. They're not good enough everywhere else to win in spite of the quarterback. We'll see if they give – Baker a fair shot. And I said all of that about Matt Rule because it's more alarming to me now that they just won't name Baker Mayfield a starting mm-hmm. quarterback because he needs the reps. Mm-hmm. Like to be comfortable. When we know, right. We he's know. throwing to Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. He's never thrown to them. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get a feel for Christian McCaffrey. I, that is that is such a bright spot though that he's coming in week one healthy again. Right, but it's such how, a completely different running back for him than Nick Chubb. And uh, Kareem yeah, Hunt, you're absolutely correct. because of the of the versatility of McCaffrey and him, you know, playing in space, Swiss and, Army and, knife type of yeah, a player, being a primary yeah. wide receiver. So it takes time to get comfortable, you know, throwing those new looks, and you can't do it if you have twelve reps of red zone and you and Sam are splitting at six six. Is there any value on the board in the NFC South? Obviously, the Tampa Saints. Tampa's a minus three hundred favorite. Okay, so New tell Orleans. me on New Orleans. 
Michael Thomas is back. You're going to get Alvin Kamara back if he ends up getting suspended, which we still yeah, don't know. Yeah, we're playing the waiting game on a lot of player issues right now. You get Jameis back, who looks completely healthy. A lot of people forget when Jameis got injured last year in the Bucks game, he had thrown 14 touchdowns Just with only three interceptions. Yep. You get Dennis Allen in a position where he's trying to prove that this organization, as great as Sean Payton is, is more than Sean Payton. You get basically the fourth-ranked defense back intact in, in, in their most senses. You added Jarvis Landry as another weapon. You drafted Chris Olave as another weapon. So components-wise, they got better. And I think about a conversation topic that Dave Ross and I had yesterday in the NFC West, for example, was 49ers, can they compete with the Rams? Are they a legitimate challenger? And I was like, well, one thing I really like about San Francisco is that they have that head-to-head edge for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. I know it didn't work out in the playoff game. The Saints have owned the Bucks, But yes, the Saints have owned the Bucks, yeah. And that's your biggest competitor here, that if you handle your business – and are able to continue to have that historical success against Tampa, mm-hmm. I could see that. And Carmichael stayed. And he's been with Sean Payton. He's offensive coordinator. He's been with Sean Payton for the last, I want to say, 12, 13 years. So if there's anybody that's capable of duplicating Sean's game day play calling, I think it's Coach Carmichael because he's been around him. He knows all his nuances, his mannerisms. So it won't be a lot of turnover scheme-wise which is great for the players. So, you know, I, I think New Orleans is vastly, vastly undervalued in the markets. I worry a little bit about the quarterback injury stuff with Jameis. Well, they have Andy Dalton as the backup now. So if that's a good security if Jameis blanket, was yeah. to go down, at least they have a competent guy that's played a lot of football. You know, I'm not you know, crazy about the red rifle and it's my time. <laughs> You know, from last year when he was in Chicago. but That was such a weird – can right. we talk about, like, what a weird situation yeah, that was. That, crazy. was yeah. that, like, he and Matt Nagy have, like, these side, side deals agreement. and promises. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not what you do. But if something happened to Jameis, I feel more comfortable with him than Taysom Hill or uh, what's the quarterback for Notre Dame that was called out the practice squad to start on, like, a Thursday night game with Ian Book, right? <laughs> I feel better with Andy Dalton than, than having one of those guys come in the game. That's a valid point. Uh, Tom Brady, 45th year of age, coming into yet another season, coming out of retirement. They obviously have some other pieces that they need to figure out, but because he re-signed, Entice some other people to re-sign as well. So what's your outlook for Tampa long haul? Maybe not just in the division because they're massive favor. We don't need to get into that side of things for them. But long haul when it comes to a conference championship, when it comes to representing the NFC in the Super Bowl, can they get there? So this is my squad. As you know, I'm from St. Petersburg, Florida, which is the Tampa Bay area. I grew up a Buck fan. I used to sneak out of church when the Bucks played on the road. That's the only time that they would show the games locally because the NFL had the blackout rule. So, I mean, I, I played there. They drafted me. I don't know, Stormy. Like, I don't have a strong opinion on Tampa one way or another because I'm never going to go against an offense that has Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin will be back, and they added, you know, Gage mm-hmm. from Atlanta. I'm never going against that group. But they lost in Dominican Sue and Jason Pierre-Paul. So, so Vita Vea and Joe Tryon – they're, they're two top selections the last couple of years on the D-line. Now those guys have more snaps. They have to produce more than they have. You know, Levante David, great linebacker, year older. 
you know, that secondary, you know, Carlton Davis, I think they re-signed him. You're older, so I like the Bucks, But I think they <laughs> there has to be a sense of urgency that they got to get it done this year. Because I don't think this is a team that's got a, a, a young nucleus that's on the come that's going to be good for the next four or five years. Like, I feel like they have to get this done this year or that window, you know, could be closed. I didn't see Leonard Fournette, but I heard he showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, slightly overweight. He made some fun of it on social media. So so we'll see. Speaking of that window closing, though, um, Tom Brady's age is always going to be a thing. But he already has a job in waiting at Fox after whenever his playing days are done. We can never predict these things. But if this year doesn't go to plan, if you don't get that ring... Does that mean he's going to want to try one more time? Or is it the opposite? We're like, okay, we're probably, our window is closed. I I don't know. I don't know. Uh, It's tough to say, you know, because I thought he, I was surprised he walked away initially this year, but I actually, it was exciting because like he would have been the first great quarterback to ever leave on top. You know, Drew Brees, it kind of fell off, you know, Peyton, even though they won it, he wasn't the same. Yeah, big. So Brady, 5,040 touchdowns. Did end on a Super Bowl. Win, I know, but, but they I were, know it was it different. Was but yeah, he didn't look like the Peyton that we all knew and love. <laughs> well, we will get Clint Hurdle on the other side of this break and turn our attention to Major League Baseball. Still plenty more NFL coverage to come over the course of this final hour. But that was some good NFC South talk. Mm-hmm. I love, I love that division because if something crazy could happen, you never know. All right, don't go anywhere. More follow the money to come in just a little bit. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. 
Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com Heineken to start your run at victory. Heineken beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details and please drink responsibly. Stormy Bonantoni and Sean King back at the desk. We welcome you back here to follow the money. The MLB second half getting underway and this is when things start to really happen. It's going to happen fast and furious, Sean. So excited to talk over some of what to expect from some teams here in the second half with Clint Hurdle, former Major League Baseball manager with the Rockies and Pirates, 2013 NL Manager of the Year, coming to us live from Florida. How's it going, Clint? We're having a good day here. Hopefully you are as well. Yes, it hasn't gotten too hot yet because it's still early out here on the West Coast. Um, Listen, between your career as a player and as a manager, you've got experience with three of the five teams in the NL Central. So that's where I'd like to start, especially with that race at the top. The Brewers are the odds on favorite, but the Cardinals not too far behind, just two games back. And if you look at their schedule, despite their struggles, the final two-thirds of their remaining schedule here are against teams with losing records. How do you think that their chances might be to overtake Milwaukee here in the second half? Well, at the end of the day, there's a lot of different scenarios, Stormy, to always look at. There's a lot of different numbers you can grab. However, the team that pitches the best is going to win. And you look at the starting rotations first, then you look at the bullpens. Um You've got a trade deadline coming up where some people are putting on additions to their houses and some people are throwing down for sale signs in their front yard. Um, I would I would think the Cardinals will make a run. I think the Brewers um, are the stronger team. And it shouldn't be that way. Uh, I don't think. Um, the other teams, you know, there's a lot of other things going on in there. The NL Central's probably, this has probably been one of the weaker seasons for the, the NL Central. If you're playing in in uh, in league games or in division games, I mean, you got three teams there that lose 90 to 100 games. Um, so there's some, some easy pickings there. 
Uh, but if I'm going to stick my neck out, I'm going to go Brewers. I think the Cardinals will make a run. I just don't know if they got enough gas in the tank. And then there's that one door that you hear that little thump going on about where Soto is going to land. And, and that could help, obviously. I think the Cardinals are a team that may be in play for that. You know, Clint, talk me through what ails the Brewers. I mean, you talk about pitching. I mean, they sit there with Burns and, and Woodruff, you know, two really quality top-of-the-rotation guys. They just invested in Lawyer, so obviously they believe in him and his long-term prospects. Great setup guy in Williams, great closer in Hayter, yet they sit and they're still, I still feel like they're underachieving. What's the missing component, you know, for this Milwaukee team? Well, I think the missing component for any team that's still playing around 500 ball with with the individual pieces they got, they got to get hot. And normally getting hot comes with your consistency of overall play. Uh, good pitching shuts down good hitting. Uh, you've never seen more big scores. You've never seen more to be Yelich. Uh, that hasn't really happened this year. Um, there have been some nice guys that have been been uh, supplied supplemental value in that offense. McCutcheon, one of my buddies, has come in. Telez has done a nice job. Um, they continue to find their way. I, I still think at the end of the day, they got Suter. They got the left-hander. They invested in Ashby, the young pitcher. They stretched him out. I think overall their pitching depth is better than the Cardinals. And truthfully, again, it just comes down. Sometimes it's not, it's not who you play, Sean. It's when you play them. And you can probably identify that with football. Sometimes you go and play that, that big-ranked team, and they're all banged up. And you might catch a break. Um, so, again, I'm not following the Brewers every day, but I'm kind of keeping an eye on them. I just think they haven't got hot yet, and they're looking for that hot streak. They, they played good ball. They played the best ball in the division. That's why they're up top. And I think they have the best 25-man roster today. Clint Hurdle, former MLB manager, alongside Stormy and Sean here on Follow the Money. I wanted to follow up on something you mentioned about the Cardinals and their potential to land a guy in Juan Soto. He is believed by many to have the Cardinals as the leader in the clubhouse right now. Is that a realistic deal you think could get done this year? Or if not, are the Cardinals still a team that is poised to make a move at the deadline, you think? Well, the Cardinals have found ways to do things over the long haul. Johnny Moe was working as an assistant to Gebhardt back in the day when I was in Colorado in the early 90s. I've known John for a long time. A lot of tradition in that clubhouse, in that organization. You know, they've made two big moves in the last five years. They added, they added Goldschmidt. They added Arenado. Uh, they make big moves when they're available to make them. Um, they could do this. Uh, I don't think it would surprise me. There's always going to be one or two teams that are outliers that you don't hear something from because most teams want the noise to be out there for their fan base. And whether it's the teams making the noise, more often not the agents making the noise to drum up the business, to leverage the opportunity for the player. Uh, I do think there's always a couple teams in my history that have worked under the wire, not making a lot of no- making a lot of noise, and then trying to pull something off. Um, again, Soto would help. But right now, those two those two players in Goldschmidt and Arenado, two of the best players in the league, and they're still just battling to stay over five hundred. Uh, Molina's out. You know, they need Adam Wainwright to be the guy. They they're, they're playing without a couple of their pitchers. They're still in the IL. They're trying to find their way back. So it would help. It still goes to pitching. It's always going to go to pitching. And which starting rotation can get hot, which bullpen can go ahead and start mixing and matching. And that's why I run back to the Brewers. Just uh, They've been doing it. You know, Coach, the Padres just took two or three from the Mets. You look at that rotation, Darvish rebound is having an exceptional year. 
Uh, Joe Musgrove is having a great year. They have Rodgers as the closer. When they get Fernando Tatis back, what does that do for their chances? And do you think they have what it takes? Because they were a team last year, a lot of people super high on, kind of fizzled after the All-Star break. With the return of Tatis, whenever that is, do they have enough, you know, in a really competitive National League to, to be the representative coming to World Series? Well, they have enough. Now, to overtake the Dodgers, you know, that's the test, and that's what they want to do. You want to win the division. Wild cards are nice. But trust me, being in three of them, when you win it, it's awesome. When you lose it, it's horrible. It's one game. You've just played 162, and you throw it out there for one game. Back-to-back years in our wild card games in, in Pittsburgh, we ended up facing two Cy Young Award winners uh, in, in 14 and 15. You know, Bumgarner got us in 14, Arietta got us in 15. So it's rolling the dice. Do you want to win the division? That these will help. They need that starting rotation to step up. Musgrove has been an ad. Uh, maybe their biggest addition was, was bringing Bob Melvin in for the hands at 10 and 2 throughout the season when things get rough. Because you're going to go through stretches where you don't play well. People do get hurt. You have to play without them. No one feels sorry for you. Um, the Dodgers have set the bar very, very high. And, and, and that's their goal. You know, they're, they're dealing with some, some in-house issues as well. How they're finishing off ball games Is Kimbrell going to be the guy to get them where they want to go as well? But I do think the Padres have enough. I would hate to see them fall in the wild-card spot. But if they do, wild-card teams can go ahead and, 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 and not just get in it, but then win it. Yeah, Dodgers probably need to avoid being minus 300 favorites and losing to the Nationals if they can help it. Because, yes, they are built um, and projected to be one of those last men standing in in representing in the World Series. If you had to pick the two teams that were going to be in that big series come October, who are the two that you would you would settle on? Oh, that's, that's a really good question. Um, well, you saw the Mets. They, they're getting dinged up now. They started off hot. The Yankees went through a stretch where they lost some these. Everybody's going to go through that stretch where just things aren't lining up. And you got to find your way to fight through it, to stay consistent, to stay steadfast, and, and not overreact. You don't overreact when you win 10 in a row. You definitely don't overreact when you lose a series or you lose a few games. Um, walking in that door, the Braves are starting to quietly make a move as well. Um, mm-hmm. The Dodgers got to be front runners. If I want to go, I don't. I don't like betting on the front runner. Um, so I'm actually going to jump on the Braves bandwagon again. Um, I'm going to take them and the Dodgers playing in the finals, uh, and then I'm going to have I'm going to have the the Dodgers beating them. So I guess I am going a front runner. <laughs> and then in the AL, I think you got to look at you got to look at my pick there is Houston, and I think the Yankees and Houston will match up in. Somehow, if they can match up at the end, but I'm going with Houston. Yeah, and Houston did have the advantage over the Yankees so far here in the series, and we saw just to start the second half winning both of those games to open up the second half. Thank you so much for the time. We really, really appreciate you, Cliff. You're welcome, Stormy. Thanks, John. That's Clint Hurdle, former MLB manager, 2013 NL manager of the year, great playing career as well. Really, really good insight on where he views the league, And, and I like that. Don't go for the... Don't go for the shortest shot, uh, but maybe they are the favorite for a reason. You know, I, the inter- sometimes the interviews are so short. I wanted to ask him so bad, what's going on on defense in Major League Baseball? Like, I see more, like, unforced errors, I feel like, every day than I've ever seen. But great stuff by him. He likes uh, Astros, Dodgers, World Series, huh? Okay.
they, they, they have had the Yankees number. I'm just saying, if that is ultimately what comes down to the ALCS, I don't know. Uh, coming back, we'll turn the page back to the NFL. Mark Schofield, national NFL writer for USA Today. There's a lot of storylines in the league. He'll help us answer them. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Rolling along here on Follow the Money in downtown Las Vegas, Stormy Bond and Tony and Sean King in for Mitch and Polly today. And with NFL training camps, officially all of them finally getting underway We've got a lot of NFL storylines, a lot of quarterbacks that I have question marks about. So to help us answer some of those questions, Mark Schofield, national NFL writer, USA Today, joins us on the line. Welcome in, Mark. And uh, right off the hop, going to go into the hard questions here. Do we expect to get a decision on Deshaun Watson's suspension here this week? Or when are we? Because we've been playing the waiting game for so long. Well, good morning, friends. Great to be with you. And I do think we are going to get that decision this week. You know, retired Judge Sue Robinson, she wanted to, the final submissions from both the NFLPA and from Watson's representatives the week of the 11th. And so it's been a couple of weeks since she has gotten those, obviously had the three-day hearing before Judge Robinson, and now with training camps open, and the reporter that I had seen and read over the past couple of weeks said that they were probably going to get a decision from Judge Robinson as camps open. And so with camps getting underway this week, I would imagine that decision comes down this week. And then at that point, we'll have some clarification on what the Browns are looking at in terms of a suspension and whether they have to make another quarterback move because the way their schedule works out, the length of the suspension for Watson, if one comes down and depending on how long it is, might determine if they ride into the season, stay with Jacoby Brissett, or if they make a correspondent move because of the way this, this suspension is handed down. Uh, Mark, what about Alvin Kamara? Kamara, we haven't heard, you know, exactly if or how long he will be suspended. Have you heard anything about the Saints running back? We haven't heard anything on the Kamara front, and the reporting that I've seen in recent days makes me think we might not hear anything on that this season. With the way that process has unfolded, it's coming along a little bit slower. There's a there's a potential here that Kamara does not see a suspension this year, and that gets kicked the 2023 season. And so that's another situation we're keeping an eye on, but sitting here right now, I think it might be another year before we hear any news on that front. Very interesting. Um, Yeah. We'll have to just follow those as they come, but for now, until we know more, we'll set that on the back burner and talk about things that we do know, which includes Kyler Murray officially signing that 230 and a half million dollar contract and a very interesting clause uh, or addendum that became known yesterday and really spread on social media like wildfire, the four hours of required independent study per week. What is what kind of like concerns does that raise about Kyler Murray and his preparation if the organization felt it was necessary to put that on paper and have him sign it? Yeah, I mean, at first blush, you start to wonder, you know, is he putting the work in because so much goes into the mental side of playing the quarterback position? You know, is he doing the things that he needs to do during the week in terms of installing the game plan, studying film, studying tendencies on the upcoming opponent? 
to put himself and put the Cardinals in a, the best position to win every Sunday and every given week. But at the same time, it was immediately, you know, Ian Rappaport, after putting that clause out there, immediately pointed out that look, he does the independent film study. They just wanted to sort of get it in writing. It doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies, but you don't get to be an NFL starting quarterback if you're not doing the baseline level of work that I believe Kyler Murray is putting in each week. Now, of course, what we've seen in the past couple of years from the Arizona Cardinals is they start out hot, but then they fade sort of down the stretch. Last year, they get into the playoffs, but you know, really looked almost unprepared, you might say, in that wild card loss to the Rams. And so the question is going to be, can Murray, can Cliff Kingsbury, can they avoid that sort of second-half swoon we've seen from the Cardinals in recent years? That's the biggest question I have facing them. Murray is one of the game's elite talents at the quarterback position. They're surrounded by weapons. You know, we have the DeAndre Hopkins suspension, which we're waiting to hear on because he continues to maintain that he did not you know, ingest any sort of performance-enhancing uh, supplement that he's talked about that he's chasing a six-game suspension for. But can the Cardinals avoid that second-half swoon? That's what I'm going to be watching. Now, maybe... A little bit more film study each week will help them avoid it, but that's what I'll be watching from Arizona. I don't think there's ever been a precedent set like the Cardinals, you know, basically admitting that our young quarterback is talented, but he's immature, he doesn't prepare, we don't think he has the intangibles to be the face of the franchise, but we don't want to be in a position Dallas was in with Dak where they didn't pay him, and then when they decided to pay him, they had to pay him even more. Is is that what this is with the Cardinals? Just feeling like, I know there's some major question marks here, but if we wait two years to pay him, this number is going to be 8 to 10% higher. Is that what this ultimately is? That's exactly what it is. And we're seeing the way the money and the way the contracts are working at the quarterback position, the way they accelerate with each new deal. The teams that move first end up looking better in the long run. I mean, we're already seeing I remember the Patrick Mahomes deal when that came out. I was like, wow, this is, this is an insane amount of money. That doesn't look too bad right now, given some of the other deals. Same with the Josh Allen deal. The teams that move early on this, they might pay a little bit more, and you might be have a little bit more of sticker shock up front, but a year, two years, three years down the road, it feels a little bit better by comparison because the next deal is bigger, and the deal after that is bigger. So the teams that feel like, look, we don't have a choice. We've got to make a move on this. We've got to get this player signed to a long-term deal. Those are the teams that feel better about it in the long run, and that's the situation Arizona was in. If they kick this down the can a little bit longer – you're talking about, you know, another million, two million, three million a year when you get maybe a Lamar Jackson deal, when you get a Joe Burrow, a Justin Herbert deal. And so the teams that are in the situation to move early on it are in a much better situation. That's why I'm very curious to see how quickly do we see something done in Baltimore or Lamar Jackson. What about the Chargers and Herbert? What about the Bengals and Burrow? Their owner talked about it yesterday, saying, look, we want to get something done with Joe Burrow. We want to keep him here for a long time. And then even, you know, down in Miami with Tua, do the Dolphins see enough this year to get a deal done? And so that's the way this works now. If you think you've got the guy, you lock him up sooner rather than later because of the cost involved by waiting a year or two. Yeah, they continue to reset the standard and not only in the contract itself, but the guaranteed money, obviously with what the Browns and Deshaun Watson have done, has made it so much harder for every other team in the league yep. to get some of these deals coordinated. Uh, turning the page from contracts, though, to another quarterback that – 
is going to get traded, is going to get released. We don't really know, but I am a San Francisco 49ers fan, so I'm very curious your perspective on the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. What happens with him in or out of San Francisco? It's very clear that Trey Lance is the guy coming into this year, so what does that mean for Jimmy long-term and short-term? Yeah, I mean, that that's sort of the, the, the one quarterback bit of news, you know, non-suspension related with Watson, of course, that we're waiting on. And unfortunately there is sort of a Watson tie here, right? Because you look around the league right now, that quarterback carousel became a musical chairs. It started to wind down, you know, maybe Seattle could be a landing spot. People have said perhaps Houston, although I think the Texans are willing to roll into the season with Davis Mills to give him one more year to show if he's the guy or not. I've heard Miami in recent weeks as a potential backup to Tua because he knows that Mike McDaniel offense, it would be an easy transition for him. But then, of course, there are the Cleveland Browns. And as I said earlier, you know, you have that suspension out there waiting to get news on that. And it goes into their schedule because their first four games are very winnable games for the Cleveland Browns because they start off, obviously, they've got that game, the Carolina Panthers, and we've got the Baker Mayfield storyline. So that's going to be fun to watch. And then they've also got the Jets, the Steelers, and the Atlanta Falcons. So that's their first four games. So if it's a four-game suspension for Watson, they might feel they can roll with Jacoby Brissett. But then here's their next four guys. They get the Chargers, the Patriots, the Ravens, and the Bengals. Like Those are four much tougher games. And if that suspension gets into the sixth game, the eight-game window, and you're getting into that second stretch of four games, that might be a situation where the organization believes they have to bring another quarterback because Jacoby Brissett might not be able to get it done. They can stay afloat if it's four. If it's longer than that, might they might need to make a move, which gets you to J- Jimmy Garoppolo as a potential landing spot. The other team I've seen floated out there, the New York Giants, I'm not so much a believer in that scenario just because I think with Brian Gable coming in, you know, a new general manager as well, they're going to give Daniel Jones that one shot, see if Gable can fix it. If not, they're going to look to the 2023 quarterback class to see if they can get their next quarterback if Daniel Jones doesn't pan out this year. Mark, we only have about a minute left. My question is from the Garoppolo side. I, I was on the understanding that they're not just looking for a trade destination, but they're looking for an extension as well. Have you heard that? I've heard that too. And, you know, it's an interesting scenario because if you're thinking trade destination and extension, that really sort of cuts down the teams. It probably eliminates that sort of Brown scenario we just talked about where he would just be sort of one and done. Miami, you know, if he's going there to be a backup, probably not the, the, the sort of ex- area where he'd get an extension. Maybe Houston, maybe Seattle, maybe, you know, that Giants situation, which I just talked about. If Gable and their new general manager, Joe Shane, aren't sold on Jones, maybe that could be a landed spot. But that really sort of narrows the window, and it gives credence to the thought that the Niners have been trying to move him all along. They couldn't find a landed spot because of that sort of extension request. And they're telling his agents, look, you find a better deal because we certainly couldn't find one on the open market with that added bonus. Mark, we are up against it. Could talk through these storylines all day. Really appreciate the insight. Thanks so much, guys. Have a fantastic day. You as well. That's Mark Schofield, NFL writer and analyst, USA Today. Really, really good insight as to what's going on in the NFL's quarterback carousel.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. If someone gives you 10,000 to 1 odds on anything, you take it. All right, Sean, let's get to our in-pocket plays. I'm going to let you take the lead here because it's a very unique play that you have here on the board, and I love your mentality here. Absolutely. Baseball is a game of runs. We had Clint Hurdle, former manager, on, and he was talking about the downturns, but the inverse of that is the upswings when teams are hot. 
And I'm on the Blue Jays. I'm back in the Blue Jays blindly until they lose. You go back prior to the All-Star break, they finished that up going 5-1. and one. They just come off of sweeping the Red Sox. And the prices might get a little high, but parlay the ticket in that situation from game to game. I am on the Blue Jays. Hopefully, they'll take me into the month of August and continue this glorious streak because I think they're a team on the uptick, especially in the second half. They... Have a lot of the same similarities, in my opinion, as some of the teams that got hot post-All-Star break last year, like the Braves and you know, others. So I'm on the Blues, Blue Jays blindly. Don't ask me who's pitching. Don't ask me who's pitching against them. Don't ask me if they're home or if they're away. I am on the Blue Jays until they lose. Offensively, if they just have a quarter of the production they did against the Red Sox, they'll be in pretty good and shape. And you think, I mean, 20, what did they put up, 28, 28. in a game? 28. I mean, nice little four that touchdowns. That'll game. do it. I know you're not asking who's pitching, but it's Jose Barrios tonight. They're a big minus 220 favorite. So any interest in the run line or just money line and money line parlays here on out? So I'm betting them straight up in every game. I'll small run line bet them sometimes. I generally don't run line bet teams that are at home because you never guarantee that you get all three outs in the ninth inning. You know, I think they're minus $2 a day, but I'm I'm parlaying money that I've won on them in the Red Sox series, so they were small favorites. You know, and I covered the run line in all three of those games, so and we're playing with house money. I'm on the Blue Jays blindly until they lose. I love it. My in-pocket plays we referenced both of earlier in the program, but the Pittsburgh Steelers I'm doing it. I'm going over those seven wins because without the tree that was Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> last season on the field, I think that regardless of whoever ends up being the starting quarterback throughout the course of the season could be two guys. You know, never know if Kenny Pickett squeezes in there. But regardless, I think it's going to be an upgrade at the position. Uh, Mike Tomlin is what I'm really betting on right. here, if we're honest, right. because he has never had a losing season. Even if they have won this year, you still go over that number. So I'm, I mean, do you know? Can I say something, Stormy? This might be the most disrespectful win total in Vegas history. Go on. To have a guy in Mike Tomlin that's never had a losing season. 15 years. And to have his win total three games under 500. This might be the most disrespectful win total Vegas has ever come up with. You have to think about just the amount of talent, ability, and overall consistency on a year-in and year-out basis to overcome the deficiencies of rosters that he has had in the past to continue to be a 500 or better team. So that's what I'm betting on. I like the Steelers over seven. Great bet, Stormy. And my long shot, Cam Rising, it's officially in the bet slip. 80 to one for the Heisman Trophy this year. And like our guy Roman Harper said earlier, it's a quarterback award. So if there is an opportunity from somebody outside the flock of those normal favorites on the board, give me the Utah Utes star quarterback who is a rising star in college football. Okay, I see what who you did there. I feel very confident will make a name for himself right out the gate on national television week one against the Florida team in the swamp. I, so that's what I'm feeling. So I call what you did an FG. FGB. It's a feel-good bet. Yes. Like, you're going to feel good at the end of this bet, but it's not going to catch. So what you're telling me is yes. I should – well, yeah, we kind of <laughs> joked about, right. like, you can have all the value in the world, but if it right. doesn't get there, who cares? So maybe I'll have to counter with a little just baby C.J. Stroud bet. And, and, have, and, 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 it, and it, it's really 
like it's the gift and the curse. And I know you're very high on Utah as a team too. And the reason that they're a great team is because of Kyle Whittingham and the job he does there. But the way that he plays offense, football is kind of conservative. He wants to be great on defense. I like Cam Rising. The program took off last year when they made him the starting quarterback and, and replaced Charlie Brewer. But I just don't know in a in an era where guys are throwing for basically 5,000 yards and 40-plus touchdowns, if even if you put – Prime Marcus Mariota as the Utah quarterback this year. I don't think he puts up those numbers just because of the system. So that's the FGB. I, I like it. It's a feel-good bet. You're going to feel really good because Cam's going to play good. Utah's going to be good. The odds are right. going to shorten continuously right. yeah. throughout You'll the You'll be able to talk about season. it. Like, you got closing line value. I'm just saying. I feel like that. if there's a team in the Pac-12 that has an opportunity to make the college football playoff, it is not USC. It is the Utah Utes. And I'm backing on their quarterback to elevate that squad, to yeah. get the yardage, to get the touchdowns. Let's go, Cam Rising. I feel it. I have I all the good you, vibes. I love you, Stormy. That ticket has no Oh, shot. my gosh. Get over yourself. In Pocket, <laughs> presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsman. <laughs> Check out their daily specials posted at noon Eastern on BetRivers.com. Now, to more pressing issues instead of you criticizing my wagers. Oh, you uh, something that Mark Schofield mentioned about um, the suspensions that we're dealing with with the quarterbacks uh, also applies to a very specific and important player on the Saints in Alvin Kamara. What was your biggest takeaway of the fact that he could go potentially all season without having a suspension for the Saints this year? It was surprising because what I thought was the NFL would want to get this out of the way. But here's what and, and, and you know, sometimes people say things and you don't look at the situation differently, but you look at it from a different perspective. And it seems as though as much as the NFL wants to be stringent on player conduct, what really gets under their skin is exposure to media criticism, i.e. the Deshaun Watson situation. They thought it had kind of died away by him not playing And then all of a sudden, now it's at the forefront of everything, so they got to address it. The Alvin Kamara thing has really died away. Mm -hmm. Hadn't been like a national topic, not a lot of people talking about it. So I could see a situation where they try and kick that can down the road. Hopefully the the court system handles it. They don't actually have to address it, you know, which is, I think, the path that they would rather go down. So for me, it's huge because I'm big on New Orleans – and their chances this year to win the NFC South, to potentially be an NFC contender. I mean, the conference is down, especially at the top end, in my opinion. And not being sure of Kamara's suspension situation was one of the kind of hesitation points I had because they're not great behind him at running back. So Having that piece is critical and giving that multidimensionality to the offense. Kamara, for anybody that doesn't remember, was arrested in February, actually, here in Ve- following an incident in Vegas around the Pro Bowl. Um, felony domestic, uh, felony battery charges, excuse me. Yeah, they so, beat somebody up leaving the club. Yeah, not, not an ideal situation. Um, I know he does have a hearing that's scheduled for August 1 that has been pushed back twice. Um, and according to ESPN, they say a very similar thing. Just no firm timeline on a decision for discipline under the personal conduct policy. He should be available week one unless he's played on paid leave for the commissioner's exempt list. So all these different wrinkles right. to take into consideration. But, I mean, if yeah. If and I think playing, that one goes away. I mean, having a, being here in Vegas, I have a great 
understanding and inner knowledge of what happened. And I could see that one being settled okay. before it gets to, to, to court and kind of just going away. Like maybe it wasn't necessarily what it's been portrayed. No, they beat him down. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, oh. <laughs> I, right. think, I think money could settle this. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that in all cases money means guilt, but in this right. case, it just, just could make it go you, like, away and I, get I, on with your I'm not, get on with your life. I'm not rich, but I have a lot of rich friends, so I hang around them. Like you can't, you wouldn't believe the conversations of things that they settle. Yeah. Just because they don't want to deal with the aggravation. Yeah, the details of this that I read were, were not great. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> um, this was, like I said earlier, this show absolutely flew by. We covered all of the bases. Because I you're good like at your today. job. <laughs> I mean, you had a great show outside of your camera rising ticket, which has no shot. See, you but always, it is a feel good bet. I want to end mean, a show on a good, high, positive note. And then you're coming are. at me, you're coming at me hot. I have, Again, I have feel good bets. It's like it's the Nets and Celtics from hour one, segment one, all over again. I have feel good bets. All right, give me one real quick. I, I have a ticket on the Pelicans to be the NBA champion <laughs> next year. It's a feel good bet. It's probably not going to happen, but I'll feel good if, you know, they, they make it to the second round of the Western Conference playoffs again. Like I didn't mean to like have that laugh be such a cackle. I want to end but... the show on a great note, and you're laughing and criticizing <laughs> my my Pelicans bet. We have absolutely <laughs> zero fun on this program, as you can tell. Uh, okay, well, glad I'm back. Yes, glad you're back too. Glad you're feeling better, feeling fresh. This was a lot of fun today. Uh, Mitch and Polly will be back next week, but you're stuck with me for the rest of the week. Sean will be back tomorrow. Dave Ross with us on Thursday and Friday, but that's a wrap today. and We're going out with the Will Levis mayo in the coffee cup. That's what you're doing that's after, my quarterback. after we leave, right? That's where you're going. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.